Podcast that rewatches, reviews, and relives our nightmares for every movie, show, one shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore rewind and give us that five star rating on whatever podcast app you are using. Um and just a reminder that at the end of the month we do our grab bag episodes, uh at least for a little while longer. So let us know on um Twitter or at MCU rewind at gmail.com any ideas you have of what you guys want to hear in future episodes and with that today's episode is about agents of shield season 5 episode 12 the real deal original air date march 9th 2018 and here's a quick rundown in one minute or less or more of what happened in that episode This landmark episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. starts with the direct aftermath of the previous episode. The S.H.I.E.L.D.ies are investigating the remains after a bomb went off in the lighthouse, and weird, freaky things are going on. Plus, there's this crack floating in time and space, and no doctor around to fix it. Yo-Yo is still recovering from losing her arms, also depressed about it because, well, anyone would be, so that blows. Daisy and Deke catch up. Uh, He says his mom gave him oranges, and she says that she grew up in an orphanage. Then they are attacked by a Kree who disintegrates into a shadow after being killed. Fitz says that this is their fears brought to life uh, and coming from some sort of fear dimension. Fear dimension stuff is spreading. Fitz has an idea to stop it, but whoever does that stuff to stuff it may die or worse which means that they all argue for who will sacrifice themselves to try and stop it on a related note the dean finds out that colson is dying quickly this is the secret he's been holding on to since ghost rider told him at the end of season four uh deke goes on a special mission to the surface for the shieldies he goes into town which is being taken over by the military and hail Coulson goes down the elevator to try and contain this fear dimension stuff. During this time, he encounters Mike Peterson, the physical embodiment of Coulson's fears. Peterson tries to convince Coulson that all of the S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff hasn't happened, and it's all in his dead because he's uh, slowly dying after being stabbed by Loki. While this is happening, uh, Deke shows up in the lighthouse with the real Mike Peterson, a.k.a. Deathlock, who goes down the elevator to help Coulson. Together, they are successful in trapping the fear dimension into a gravitonium ball. The episode ends with Fitz and Simmons getting married. Also, it's shown to the audience that Deke is Fitzsimmons' grandson. <gasps> Twist. Oh, didn't see that coming. I mean, time. I totally did, because I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Next stop, Cavity Town. Right on, little dude. You got super speed. I do. You didn't see that coming. What you got, Al? This is the 100th episode of Agents of Shield. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Also, this is the 297th episode of MCU Rewind. Not counting the various specials. Um, oh, of course not. No. Yeah. 
Uh, I actually looked it up uh, when we were recording last week's episode, just about half an hour ago, uh, when we were trying to, when we were wondering how, I was wondering how long it had been between the last episodes of S.H.I.E.L.D. and this episode. Uh, we've actually released uh, 354 episodes as of recording. <laughs> so in a couple of weeks when we do our 300th episode, we're not going to mention it, but it's all a lie. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to mention it because I mentioned it during our 200th episode. Um, so that was one of the numbers that I was going to read off, but okay. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for ruining that. All right. No, I'm I just going to mention it. I again. will not mention it. Okay. I will pretend to be shocked. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So, uh, because it's a hundredth episode, uh, we also get all like an um, amalg amalgamation of all the title sequences at the opening of this episode. So I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, the title, The Real Deal, uh, refers to two things. First of all, um, Nightmare Mike Peterson uh, tells him that Coulson is the real deal, as in one of the good pe good ones. And then this is also a reference to the real deal that Coulson made with the Spirit of Vengeance at the end of Season 4. And we know the consequences of that. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of callbacks to previous episodes. Uh, episodes in Ages of the Shield's history. I'm not going to go through all of them right here in the Easter eggs. We'll probably talk about most of them as we cover this episode. Mm -hmm. But uh, one thing I want to talk about is uh, there's a scene where Deke, like we see Deke walk out of a uh, pawn shop and in the window very quickly is a bunch of uh, like Easter eggs. Um, mm -hmm. So we get... Just in this window, we get uh, Hulk and Iron Man masks, uh, action figures of Thor and Hawkeye, the same ones we saw at the opening of the first episode of The Shield. Um, mm -hmm. We get uh, a cello, which is a reference to um, Coulson's girlfriend who was attacked in season one. We get, um, let's see. Uh, we get a baseball bat, which is a reference to the um, his second girlfriend, um, Lady uh, Coulson, Rosalind, uh, <laughs> Rosalind Price, because she shows him her his favorite um, her favorite prize position, which is a baseball bat signed by uh, Mickey Mantle. Mm -hmm. Um, we get well. There's one more thing. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> oh, um, we get a uh, grumpy cat mug in that one because apparently, and I didn't know this, I only know this from finding <laughs> these Easter eggs, the grumpy cat mug was a recurring thing on Zephyr 1 in season 1 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where every time someone was having coffee in their little lounge area, someone had a grumpy cat mug, which I did not know. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, now you, you, you called out a lot of these, but I, I want to add something that you didn't mention. Okay. Um, so you would mention at, at the beginning, you know, in the pawn shop, we saw the, the Captain America mask, uh, Iron Man or Captain America mm -hmm. shield, Iron Man, so, you know, all this stuff with the Avengers. Um, that stuff is also there as a reminder that agents of shield is part of the MCU proper. So just, just a reminder yes. to, to everyone. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Also the fact that they like name drop Loki and all the things that happened and Coulson, was in the Avengers and other Marvel movies. Yeah. And will and be Nick in a Marvel Fury movie. Was in the show. Yeah. Nick and, and also Grumpy Cat, also nicknamed Nick Furry. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> so 
we've got what I consider a retroactive Easter egg. Uh, because uh, we get Agent Davis returning in this. And we've talked about Agent Davis before. This is not the first episode. But this is the first episode we're covering since this actor has been in Ted Lasso. Uh, in the mo- in the current... I can't remember when this is dropping. So most likely the current season of Ted Lasso. Because I think it's still in. Uh, he plays like... Uh, the like a superstar soccer player who's joining the team um and he is now the third member of the ted lasso cast who is in the mcu uh because uh brett goldstein one of the main characters roy kent is hercules in the post credit scene of love and thunder and cristo fernandez aka danny rojas who's another player is the part bartender that eddie brock talks to in the post credit scene of no way home so we've got three Star soccer players from Ted Lasso in the MCU. Uh, Tony, in that country, they call it football, not soccer. Yes, I know, but I'm in this country. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's one of those things I can never tell. Like, who's, who's custom am I supposed to follow? And that's why I just don't watch that sport for that reason alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, because I've been watching Ted Lasso for the last couple of years. Like, it's third season's probably wrapping up as this... Uh, this episode drops but um i got because of that i got really into soccer during the world cup and then have not watched (laughs) a game since (laughs) so i feel like this is gonna be like an every four year thing for me (laughs) okay um last easter egg is superhero landing number 137 deathlock doing an unnecessary flip over uh the nightmare version of lash Every one of his flips were unnecessary. He did like four, but only I guess only the one ended in the yes. landing. <laughs> this is true. Every flip he did, he's like, "Look what I get. I have Deathlock legs. Might as well." Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they got a little extra money for the hundredth episode. So yeah. they blew all it right. all on him, all on his flips. <laughs> and yeah, all right. Moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know, kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. Um, let's see. I have one note for Fitz. Just Fitz by himself. Okay. Yeah. Good. Because I'm really realizing that I don't have a lot written down. But anyway, yeah. What about Fitz? Um, he sends a dwarf, uh, into the ruins after the bomb or after the beacon exploded. Uh, Mm -hmm. dwarf we haven't seen since season one. So another callback. (laughs) Yeah. Another thing they used some of that extra hundredth episode money on. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, they never mentioned by name which dwarf died, but I'm going to assume it's Bashful. Why? Yeah, either, Just them. <laughs> either Bashful or Sneaky. Sneaky. Or mm-hmm. there, there's no there's no dwarf who's like particularly scared, right? Oh, yeah. Scaredy. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. no scaredy. I'm not going to bring it up, like the names on the podcast, but if you look into like real rejected dwarf ideas... Uh, some are very problematic because it was written in the 30s. Oh, okay. 
I thought you were going to say you're not going to bring them up because you don't know the names, but now I'm a little curious, but nowhere near enough, nowhere near curious enough to look it up on the internet. Yeah. And I have the internet now. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not stuff I want to repeat uh, on uh, recording. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so, not all of them are terrible, but some of them are pretty bad. Anyway. <laughs> um. So, uh, they've realized that there's a fear dimension, right? Like you, like you do. Yeah. So, okay. Is this the first time they brought up fear dimension in Agents of Shield? I believe so. Okay. Also, what else has the fear dimension been in? Like, am I? Because I'm trying to think. Like, I know that's a thing. Like, there's the dark dimension that's shown up a couple times. Am I mixing that up with the fear dimension, or uh, is this is this the it, only time in the MCU we've seen this? Is the fear dimension? I mean, I know this is spoilers, but the dimension in Cloak and Dagger. That I I could have sworn that was the dark dimension. That that's <sighs> why. Like, yeah, exactly. Right, because that's. Because there was a little bit of tie-in with that, with the stuff that happened in Agent Carter. Because in season two, there was some stuff related to that. Yeah, I'm looking up Fear Dimension <laughs> on the MCU. Wiki. All right. Yeah, that's that's probably a good idea. Because I the name sounds very familiar, but I don't know if this is the first time we're hearing about it in this rewinding this. Um. Huh. Well, I'm learning new stuff. (laughs) Okay, how much of it is a spoiler? All of it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well then, um, so let's let's not talk about it here, I guess? Yeah, hold on. I'm just looking up appearances real quick of the Fear Dimension to see. Nope, it's only now and in the future. Of S.H.I.E.L.D. (laughs) Oh, I know what it's talking about. Okay, never mind. Okay. <laughs> Alright. I have not looked uh, it up, but when when you mentioned that it's a shield specific thing, uh I also, think I know that it's part of season six. Oh yes. Uh this episode mm-hmm. is hold episode. On. Yeah, this particular episode has a date to it, according to the wiki. Oh, oh uh, let me okay. go back. Because I'm on the page I found was the actual event of the closure of the fear dimension. December 6th, 2017. Okay. Do you, does it say why this has a date to it? I am like looking that up. The, all right. So the reason I, I bring that up, like my, my guess is it has something to do with the wedding at the end of the episode. Uh, maybe some point in the future, they reference it. Like maybe there's like a, uh, we see someone's wedding band and it's a grave. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I would guess that's the reason, but. I'm looking for it because the um, the footnote leads me to the uh, wiki page about this episode. <laughs> oh, okay, great. So there's uh there's too much the the Wikipedia page or the like, the Marvel? the uh, Marvel fandom wiki page. Okay, got it. All right, well, that's gonna be a mystery forever. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, the fear dimension. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fear dimension. Yeah. Um, Fitz quickly establishes that. Well, this is 
Like it's a manifestation of all of their fears. Um, and, uh, one of them may have to sacrifice themselves to, uh, to close it. So Colson instantly volunteers. Yeah. I, I mean, first of all, that was very quick on Fitz's part to mm -hmm. like, no, first off fear dimension, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah. like he, he jumped at that, like, like he had already known about it and he wasn't sure, but this like kind of solidified that theory that it exists. And so now he's like, all right, cool. Now I can start calling it the fear dimension. And then, then move on from there. It, it really feels like maybe this was originally like a two-hour episode and they had to trim it down or something like that. Um, and that, that's one of the things that just felt rushed into it. Yeah. Is – no. We just looked it up on the wiki. <laughs> I was going to say, is the fear dimension the same like other dimension that that ghost guy from season one was from? Oh, no. Yeah, obviously not. The wiki mm -hmm. would know. <laughs> The, the wiki's wiki infallible. <laughs> All hell wiki. Um, <laughs> well, when Coulson and, uh, is getting kind of upset that he's kind of pushing like the leadership role onto Daisy. And mm -hmm. as, uh, as they're kind of having this argument, he passes out. Um, and we find out it's because he's dying <laughs> and he's been dying all the time. They were in the future. Apparently. Yeah. Do you think if they went back to the future, he would live? No. Okay. Uh, Same here. Just yeah. Unless they, well, unless they they bring it up. Uh, Daisy brings it up. They had the technology. They had Cree stuff. So I guess he could have done it. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I mean, he actually answers that in this episode. He says. Uh, that he doesn't want to go through that whole thing again of dying and then oh. coming back to life. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that he would have done it, but they, he could have done it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, he doesn't. He's like, he's already lived twice. He's brought back to life. Uh, he's had two very different halves of his life, but very full lives. So I get why he doesn't want to go through that torture again. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and yeah, and um, like we see, kind of, and actually, you know what? I'm surprised you didn't mention this last week, but we see that they've become a family. And last week's episode, they mentioned like all the crazy stuff they've gone through when they were in the van. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I meant to actually last week because normally I like to mm -hmm. remind everyone. You know everything they've been through but this being halfway through the season i just didn't think about it but yeah they've been through a ton yeah and like they are definitely reacting as if they were a family like this is definitely um daisy's kind of breakdown is as the daughter may as the wife or you know the other parent like they're all mm -hmm. reacting very strongly as if like this is very analogous to cancer coming back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't have much else to say, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's especially like as characters of the kinds of things that they've been through, there've been a lot of times where they really only have each other. Like 
in terms of like actual blood family, a lot of them don't really have anyone, right? I mean, um, Daisy basically has no one because mm-hmm. um, her biological dad is alive and doesn't know about her at all. Yep. Um, Colson, I don't think his, I don't know if his parents are even around, which, and we don't know if he has any siblings. Uh, Mac has a younger brother. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, I don't remember Yo-Yo. Her brother died. That was the introduction to her as a character. Yeah, um, I think wasn't it a family member who like turned her in, or was it a friend? I think it, I could have sworn it was a friend, but okay, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, May May has her mom still alive. Yeah, is her dad still alive? I we don't met know. both of her parents. Okay, I definitely remember the mom picking her up in that episode. Yeah, yeah, we have met both of her parents, but I don't know if something happened to one of them. But okay. Um, yeah, and she even mentions her mom, too. Either this episode or last week, I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then Fitzsimmons. They both have parents, because they've mentioned them. And that's all we know about them. Well, I mean, Fitz's father's terrible. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, There's that, uh, yeah. Yeah. Simmons' parents are out there, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's probably the closest, no- the only normal type of family. Actually, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Matt. we don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. We know nothing about her parents. Yeah. Which makes me assume they're normal. Especially seeing how Simmons acts. She is the most stable of the shieldies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's even including all the trauma she's been through. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Coulson, back to Coulson, he, like, he does his best to inspire the team. Like, he wants Daisy to lead. He wants May to, like, move on with her life when Coulson's gone. And he wants Fitz to, like, hope and believe in things again. Like, institutions yeah. and why they're important. So, yeah, he's, like, he's giving off his fatherly wisdom as if this might be his last moment. Because either this is his last moment or it is coming soon. So Yeah, exactly. And... I mean, Coulson, again, you know, knowing the stuff that the Shieldies have been through with the assumption that, yeah, the Shieldies are just going to keep doing stuff after he's gone. He needs to inspire that hope. So that's why he tells Fitz specifically that, you know, people need hope because mm-hmm. rebellions are built on hope. They are. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so uh, I think we should just, you know, what, Al, for a three hundred episode, we just need to go through every episode and do a super cut of all our Star Wars references. <laughs> I don't have the time for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. The Bulls just sit down and make 300 Star Wars references, and we'll do that for an episode. Uh, it's way easier. I can. I can do. I can do that. Yeah. Okay. That sounds like a good plan. All right. All right. Cool. Um. So, uh, Coulson goes to the basement with his uh gravitonium orb. Mm-hmm. And with a face mask, they don't know about if it's poisonous, and a video feed, which cuts out immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he runs into his biggest fear. <gasps> Mike Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I mean, I, I guess that... I, I, don't, I don't know if that was a fear. Like, that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, okay, the person, no, that's not a fear, no. but the person works for what the fear dimension was trying to do, right? It's mm-hmm. a, it, or, or the rift. Maybe it was the rift that was trying to protect itself. 
something had a conscience. I don't know what. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, that, that thing was trying to convince Coulson that he was still dying, which I guess would be a big fear, right? It feels mm-hmm. like a lot of, some of the big things that Coulson is doing is like, he wants S.H.I.E.L.D. to keep going and it's his legacy. And so if all of this was in his head, there goes that legacy that he had, right? I think so, it's less legacy. Yeah, legacy is important, but it's the connections he made with the rest of the Shieldies. And, I mean, this is despite the fact that they're going through some terrible crap. This is the life he always mm-hmm. wanted, and they named that. It's like mm-hmm. you have, um, you're able to mentor students. You're able to have a daughter, or a, like mentor the daughter you never had have a connection with may and even if it's not romantic with may most likely like may was a good friend of his bringing her out of her shell and helping her reconnect all that stuff that's right oh yeah that's right it hasn't been romantic because it was but with a robot yes and then i guess he's they like started stuff and they stepped away like they say in this episode because he Mm -hmm. knew he was dying yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he almost walks into the light. Um, then he stops, and Mike Peterson almost extremises. Then he gets killed by Mike Peterson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we get a cool action scene, which we're bad at um, talking about. So, yeah, but it brings up some more of his fears, like Relnexians and Hive. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, definitely those Relnexians. Those things are scary. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. A, a lot else? easier to destroy those things, right? For, for Mike Peters. Like, one, he has um, wrist rockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the other hand, they're not the, the real things. I feel like it's it's easier to kill them. They're, they're just as tough as, like, everything else in the fear dimension. It's just yeah. scary. Yeah, Maybe no, that, that's true. Yeah. Like, um, we'll talk about Yo-Yo's fear of uh, robot Simmons, um, and that was killed much easier than a robot or than the uh, life model decoys had been in previous season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Also, Hive, but yes. Yeah, that's true. It's just like yeah. Um, the Krees went out really quickly too, uh, with Daisy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like two shots. Yeah, yep. That's the only note I have for Daisy that we didn't cover. <laughs> talking about Colson. Is there anything else about Colson you want to talk about? Uh, no, actually, you you went through literally everything that I had uh, about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, do you, I feel like Deke should be moved up to our heroes by now? What do you think, or should I still have him in guy in the chair? Yeah, we probably should include him. He's. He's moved up. He's doing missions for the team, and mm-hmm. he's there every episode. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. He's do, he's doing stuff. I I would agree. He should be part of the heroes now. Yeah. Much as I, mean, I just he, like it. Yeah, he goes shopping and makes a phone call. So important stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. That phone call was getting. Uh, getting mike peterson to show up so yeah Yeah. and then yeah and we say you already said this in the um the recap that uh deke is the grandson of fitzsimmons Mm -hmm. 
How did you feel when they revealed that uh, five years ago when we first watched this? <laughs> um, I thought, eh, okay, all right. I didn't, I yeah. didn't care either way. Um, it was one of those like, all right, woo, I, I guess. I don't. I mm. that's it. I, I had nothing, and still to this day, eh, I really don't care. How about you? Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I feel like it's a little soap opera-y, and it does put drama in the rest of the season because, like, presumably we care about this character and what will happen to him if they succeed in changing the future. So I guess it's it helps a little bit, but. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think anything would happen to him if they changed the future. Um, Because of the little bit that we know about how time travel works in, at a minimum, in this show. Because even in the MCU, it's still different depending on which (laughs) movie and or show you're talking about. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, okay. All right. Um, So they have uh, Fitzsimmons' wedding. In Deke's literal worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah, they really didn't want him there, even though they yeah, sent him on the But mission. he showed up anyway, he and he seemed pretty spot. cool with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, don't... maybe maybe they, like, walked him around, like, okay, listen, this is okay. This is what, here, let me, let me show you. Like, this spot over here, nothing bad. It's okay. No squirrels. None of that. You'll be safe here. And he said, okay, and he did not leave that zone. And then 15 squirrels attacked him demon oh, yeah. nightmare squirrels mm-hmm. yeah but would that happen immediately after the credits cut in fact if you watch the whole credits you hear very faintly it's just deke screaming as squirrels attack him from every angle yeah exactly i was surprised um i don't normally watch the credits but i mm-hmm. it, it was there which was yeah. uh crazy so yeah he's gonna he's gonna look very different in next week's episode yeah. I'm I, sure I imagine it like being in uh the Lost World, the second Jurassic Park movie, when all the compies, the little dinosaurs, attack that guy, it's just him laying on the floor being attacked by uh, 25, 30 squirrels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, Coulson officiates uh, Fitzsimmons' wedding. And now they're united and will never be separated ever, ever again. That's right. Never again. Yep. How many seasons are left of this show, Tony? Two, two and a half? Right. Basically. Yeah, two, about two and a half. Yeah. 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 Never again. Yeah. All right. Anything else for Shieldies? This is a pretty Colson centric episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. Not really. Yeah. No. I mean, I guess the only one off thing for Deke is uh he he sprayed that cleaning stuff into his mouth. Oh yeah. I wouldn't think you'd have to tell a time traveler not to put random things into their mouths, but uh, for all of our listeners, if you're uh ever time traveling. Don't put a random thing into your mouth. Also, if you're just walking around, um, know what it is first. Just, you know, maybe it is food. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But ask. I almost understand why Deke did it. <laughs> just because. Yeah. Just <laughs> not to defend people spraying their mouths with scents. But it's like, if you don't know what that is and it smells like an orange, you'd presume it would taste like an orange. It. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we, we have no idea what his life really was like growing up in, in that hellscape of a future, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's so many new things. And as far as we can tell, this day before, I, I, I guess it was 
just yesterday when he first showed up on Earth. Um, he had a really good day putting random food and all this stuff in his mouth, except for that beer. Yeah. Everything else was great. He loved yep. that Zima. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get, like, violently ill as somebody who's never had that food. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. Right, because <laughs> if you're not used to it, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, but we also don't know what kind of food they ate in the future. Um, they well, had, uh, uh, what's it, um, sterilization pellets. Yeah, maybe something about it was... And one orange a year. Ooh, yeah. Okay. All right, anything else for our heroes? Uh, no, that's it. That's all I got. All okay. right. All right, well, let's take a quick break. Pay some bills, all that fun stuff. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so... Stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. Excuse me, miss. You know anything about a lady blowing a hole through the roof of that blockbuster over there? Witness says she was dressed for laser tag. Tony, do you know what we haven't done in a while, you and I? Um, gone square dancing. That's right. We have not celebrated a 100 mile episode or a 100 episode milestone in roughly 97 episodes. That's right. We are three weeks away from episode three. And that's why today I want to call out our friends at Party Time Pawn Shop, the one and only pawn shop that caters specifically to party needs. When we start planning our celebration party, I will be getting all of our party supplies from Party Time Pawn Shop. Party hats? Check. Sheet cake? Check. Wedding rings? Double check. Snuggled in the center of downtown Rivers End, you can find whatever you need for a party at Party Time Pawn Shop. And when you're there, use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free MCU Rewind theme tchotchke. I had to pawn off a ton of those things a few years back when we realized we weren't as popular as we were expecting <laughs> to be. Also, uh, never buy food from them. It's it's available, but it is. It's also pawned. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you about the pawned sheet cake. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We will be getting that, by the way, just so you know. Sweet. Um, yeah, well, you will be getting that one in the mail. Like, I will buy it and ship it to you. I will be uh, getting different cake, personally. I'll, I'll, I'll get something else. I don't know what, but... Um, I will eat it as we're recording. And if you Perfect. guys never hear our three episode, it's because I died violently ill before I got to edit it. Mm-hmm. That seems fair. Yep. yep. All right, moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. The hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Which is the hell dimension, or the fear dimension. Hell dimension is a different dimension. Mm-hmm. Very different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one's more fiery. Um, so yeah, so all I did was make like a list and try to connect whose fears is whose. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so we got Lash is May. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, is the Kree's daisies? I, well here... So I don't know if they were all specifically to one person. I'm wondering if some of these were like 
a fear of multiple people and the dimension was like it was strong enough that the dimension was like oh okay cool this this works um okay. but i would think that the kree were the fear of deke because that's where it showed up okay yeah it was with dignity because i thought mm-hmm. this was a would be a perfect opportunity to bring back ward yeah as, i was thinking as, the same thing mm-hmm. yeah daisy's fear oh yeah possibly yeah. fits maybe his also fear. yeah it will work for either one yeah, I mean, not that we need another reason to bring back Ward, but for the hundredth episode, come on. Yeah, yeah, um, it would have been great if uh, I know that I, there's no way this would have happened, especially at this point in the MCU. But it would have been great if uh, Loki showed up uh, as Coulson's fear because that's what killed him the first time. I mean, I feel like you know this is Tom Hiddleston is all in on Marvel. I feel like he they could have gotten him for like a day of sh- uh, recording oh i'm sure they could have yeah but there were there were some things like i had heard once years ago that robert downey jr said yeah i would be okay doing a cameo on something like agents of shield uh, he might have said that i think he said that that show specifically mm-hmm. and you know that never happened um but i mean back then the shows and the movies were much more separate than they are now with the Disney Plus shows in the movies, but that's a that's a whole other whole other reasons we've already talked about. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we also got uh, I liked Yo Yo. Well, uh, Colson's is my favorite. The way we do that, but Yo Yo's is um kind of uh Simmons telling Yo Yo her insecurities, how she's a burden on everyone else, and stuff like that. Now that she can't really help, and then. Is being an LMD who tries to murder her. That that's mm-hmm. good too. Yeah. But yeah, I like how they do more some more introspect or not introspective, but just like um, existential crises and how they do that, and they actually have like an avatar representing them, but um, with both Mike Peterson and uh, Yo-Yo's insecurities. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Because it's always been my big problem with uh, uh, Boggart's Harry Potter. <laughs> it's like, how do you show fear of heights? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's got to be something. Yeah, some some kind of. Yeah, that's the problem with especially something like a, a Boggart. At least the fear dimension can be like, listen, it doesn't have to be your biggest fear. Just one of your big fears. The, the dimension or whatever being is coming from that dimension knows mm-hmm. of your fears. So mm-hmm. here's what it is able to do. Like, I feel like that's at least a better explanation because it, it gives you, or at least it gives the writers, more range of what they can do with something. Yeah. I think outside being Deke's fear, isn't mm-hmm. that, ter- like, dangerous? Like, if, if the fear dimension's goal is to hurt people, which it seems to be, mm-hmm. <laughs> that... Outside room on what level twenty seven or something. Uh, <laughs> the fact that outside exists isn't <laughs> going to terrify Deke. <laughs> if yeah. There, well, <laughs> if there were fear dimension squirrels, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, given what he was describing, it kind of seems like that was more like that should have been a more like bug infested mm-hmm. area, right? Yeah, not just not just a cool picnic spot. Yeah, not just a convenient place to have a wedding. Yeah, exactly. 
And then we talked a lot about Phil's, but uh, we've got... Uh, it's mostly that nothing he did mattered, and also Viral Nexians and Hive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. For not really having a villain in this episode. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else about the fear dimension you want to talk about? Uh, I've got nothing, honestly, yeah. Is this a dimension that go- the Ghost Rider TV show have taken place in? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I doubt it. I mean, one of the things Robbie Ray has said at the end of season four of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., he talked about like traveling to different dimensions, um, like different hell dimensions or, or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's, um, I don't know if a fear dimension would be one he would have gone to because I don't know if there's anyone there to punish. Is that, uh, I don't know what, if he, if that's what you say what he does to, yeah. to ghost ride or. Yeah. To have vengeance upon. Yeah, there you go. Vengeance. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see. What was the title they were giving like Hellstrom and Ghost Fight Ghost Rider? Um, well Hellstrom oh oh you mean the uh that's right, because they, they had a name for the Yeah the, 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 the subset. Yeah, yeah. Um you know, if you look at the Hellstrom show on Wikipedia, I know it'll say it. You'd think uh, it would, but it didn't. <laughs> Maybe I saw it somewhere. Uh, it's called Adventures into Fear, which I had to go yeah. on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Wikipedia page. Oh. But yeah, Adventures into Fear. So it's not into the fear dimension like I thought it was. Mm. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, it was supposed to be more horror, more scary stuff. Yeah. Yep. I don't remember what other shows were going to be, but they had planned more than just those two. Uh, Glyph, which I don't actually know what it is, but I saw that while I was looking on the wiki real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else for uh I guess villains? <laughs> uh nothing, yeah, nothing for me. Alright. Moving on to Guy in the Chair. Guy in the chair. And I turn the corner and I see this guy drop his backpack. He's getting all up in his face. And right before he's about to throw the first punch, Katie comes out of nowhere, steps right between us, and starts screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. What? It's the art of confusion. Works great on stupid people. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Davis and Deathlock showed up, and a bunch of other people. Yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah. So Deathlock, Mike Peterson, has he? So he's has he been a part of Shield this whole time? Like just because he's that's the thing Coulson says, right? That he's just been off doing his own thing. Um. Has he? like been getting shield resources this whole time like from i assume from colson and then later from official shield and then now from no one or maybe he was set up with resources a while ago and he just kind of does it all by the seat of his pants for the most part pretty cheaply yeah i'm i'm well i'm presuming he was he was with davis and those other shield agents right yeah i i don't know if he bent up with them or, or what right because he was picked up by I guess by that well, hmm. I guess the other question is whose uh, whose plane was that? Was that like his? Does he get to use that for his missions? Was that Davis or, or was that the Shieldies one? And we I that one I couldn't tell. I don't think it would belong to the Shieldies. Yeah, I think they are all uh, they are all Deathlock's guys in the chair. If Deathlock is <laughs> his own show, he'd be. Those are all the people supporting him. 
okay, his 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 own support crew, which actually makes sense, right? Um, it it kind of makes sense that Shield, as it exists now and has existed for a while, still has its own splinter groups kind of going around. So that way, if Coulson's Shieldies all die from a explosion of some sort, mm-hmm. Shield still lives on, sort of, kind of. I I guess maybe that's what they're implying. Yeah. yeah. Shield has more heads than Hydra does. <laughs> That's true because they're protected by a shield. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Hydras have no protection. I mean, a little bit of scales on the neck, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. We have guns now, which go through scales very easily. That's why dragons don't exist. Yep, that's the whole reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I said I thought, but never mind. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Is it also so, because the dragons were hunted for their uh, rejuvenation powers uh, by the hand? Yeah, that's actually the main reason. Well, also, like they're no longer in our dimension, obviously, because there are other dragons. True. In Kunlun and uh, Shaolo, right? No, what's what's the name of um, Shang-Chi's, the dimension Shang-Chi? I cannot remember. Like yes, there, yeah. There's that dragon there. I don't. I don't think there are any. Oh no, there. Oh yeah, you're right. There is a that one dragon, in uh. Uh, you said the name Talo Kunlu. Yeah. Talo Talo yeah, right. and yeah, yeah. Okay. And then presumably there are more dragons. That's true. Yeah, but yeah, none of them are in the human dimension of of Earth anymore. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. Alright, uh, moving on 12% of the plan. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% of the credit. 12%? An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I My baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. I've been dangling over the Grand Canyon for 12 hours. I know, hours. I know, I know. You went to the Grand Canyon? He could have used your help. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? I don't have anything. Uh, yeah, same here. I mean, I have all those questions that I still have about Mike Peterson and his shield stuff and all oh, yeah, the different all... shield heads, but I guess that's... Yeah. yeah, this is also the final time we see Mike Peterson. Oh, yeah, that's right. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, man, I really wish the first season uh, was done better because maybe the uh, ratings would have stayed higher for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and they would have had more money to keep Peterson around every so often. I agree. Cool missions. But yeah. we also got seven seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's true. Yeah, really six seasons because that last yeah. season was like half the amount of episodes. It was it was, it was one season split into two. But yeah, yeah you're right. But... All right. Um, ready to read the episode? Yes, I am. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Tony, how many uh, heads of S.H.I.E.L.D. do you give this episode? Um, well, I give this episode, this show, this episode, I mean, is, um, all fan service, but then <laughs> again, we're fans and, 
this whole podcast is based around fan service. So I give this mm-hmm. a perfect five out of five. I this is my favorite episode episode of Agents of Shield. Really? Okay. Yes, I love this episode. All right. I feel uh, th- this is this is weird because I'm giving it a much lower score, and I'm yeah. kind of on the edge, uh, either three and a half or four. Um, and I'm gonna go like it. It was good. My the problems that I had with the show were, uh, you know, one something that I mentioned earlier is that it felt like it, a lot of things were rushed. Uh, because mm-hmm. they had a lot of stuff to fit in, like like it really feels like they wanted to do a two hour episode for the hundredth, and then they couldn't, so they they yeah. just cut things. Um, it is kind of cool that we got to see some more or uh, things, you know, like the dwarves, you know, stuff that that reminded us of of all that kind of stuff. Uh, so you know, I I am gonna go ahead and round up. I will give this a four, four out of five. Okay. But yeah, I didn't I didn't care for a lot of that stuff. Uh, like I, I feel like if you know this is the hundredth episode, it's a lot cooler to watch. Uh, when I first watched it, I didn't know it was the hundredth until like afterwards when they, like they they played something at the end uh, on live TV, um, which is how I knew it was the hundredth. Like, oh, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, and that was like like oh okay cool it makes it a little bit better. But yeah, I I really do feel like there was a little bit of this that was missing. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. I disagree, but that's fair. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, everybody. Join us next time as we cover Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5, Episode 12, Principia. And remember to follow us on Twitter. Give us a five-star rating. Let us know what you want to see in a gra- here on a Grab Bag episode. And as always, this is Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. This could be the real deal. Oh, yeah. This could be the real deal. risk and make it ain't no need to fake it love is for the taking this could be the real